testing, 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 testing these nuts. Testing these nuts. Honey nut roasted. Okay. And we're back. It's been a minute. It's always been a minute. You know how things go. Obviously, you don't know how things go. Shit be real. And Shonda be unmotivated. And that's really what it comes down to. I be trying to do so many damn things. And and I just, I tap out. I zone in onto what I'm working on. And then I tap completely out. And honestly, mm, it sucks. Because instead of me staying consistent until I see progress and see reward behind my effort, I do something expect to see immediate results and, you know, get this immediate gratification. And if I don't, then I abandon ship. It's just what I do. It's what I do. It's what I do. It's what I do. Now, me saying that, me owning that doesn't mean that it's okay. It's still not okay. That's some bullshit. Love yourself more, Shonda. The fuck? You know what I'm saying? But the first step is to acknowledge when you have a problem. And I have a problem. I like immediate gratification. I like to see shit immediately. If it's, if if something got to dry for 24 hours before I can continue working on it, fuck this. I'm not going to, I'm not going to come back to this for three months because why do you need 24 hours to dry? Why you can't be finished when I'm finished so that I can look and be like, wow, look at what I did. Why? Hold on. The dog's coming in. Oh, you weren't coming in. You're just laying your head down. Watch your head. Anyways, why do I got to wait to see the fruits of my labor? You feel what I'm saying? If I plant something, I want to see it tomorrow. Bitch, you better have a leaf on you tomorrow. It better be seed the fuck off tomorrow if I plant you today. And life don't work like that. So I'm understanding that. I'm acknowledging that. And now it's just actually like handling that. And that's the hard part. That's the hard part. That's where you lose me. You know what I'm saying? I don't like waiting for shit. I'm so impatient. I have a terrible relationship with time. Terrible. Like, if I'm somewhere, I'm trying to maximize all of the time that I'm there. So if I'm supposed to be here... Now this motherfucker want to knock on the door. Hold on. Come on in. Find some, uh, find somewhere to sit down. It would be you to start knocking shit over. So you, don't you sit. Don't come over here fucking with me. Sit down. S- and don't be in my face shaking. Thank you. Um, Like I was saying. It's Pacer's... Pa- At least he went across the room to do that shit. Pacer's birthday was yesterday, so he's still being able to like get spoiled a little bit. But anyways. What the hell did you just drop? Anyways. Um, me knowing all of those things, it doesn't make it better. It helps because if you know what the issue is, you can start working on the issue. But my problem is more so that I just don't, I want to see the results right now. And I want the results to be positive. I don't want to wait for a result that could be negative. You know what I'm saying? I, Pacer, I'm not about to pet you. You better get up off me. Um, so stop. Jesus. The main reason I decided to record today was because everybody left the house. My daughter is asleep. So I'm like, it's damn near the same thing as being home alone. So I can come in here and comfortably talk my shit. However, with everybody being out the house, the dog is now demanding my fucking affection. And like, when I tell y'all, like he is like, he's got his head all on my lap and chest. He's moving my arm so that I'm rubbing him. And when I just let it hang there, he is just like just throwing this bitch around with his nose like he is not pleased and then on top of that I have the heater on because it's a little chilly in here and naturally he comes in and fucking farts so it's just like bro why why are you doing this to me I treated him so good yesterday I bought him mad gifts for his birthday you know what I'm saying puzzles and treats and I even bought him a dog cake you know what I'm saying so why are you in here bothering me now 
Right, back up. You wanna you wanna leave? There's the door. You wanna go? Go. No. Alright, now you're just gonna have to find somewhere to sit down because you're interfering with my podcast. So, anyways, yeah, knowing what's going on, knowing what my problem is, I'm not rubbing you, beloved. Get out of here. Knowing what my problem is is just the first step. When you know what the problem is, you can start working on how to fix it. So, yeah, I'm trying, but it's just very, I'm being very transparent. This shit is hard. Okay, if I feel like my problem is consistency and focus, I'm like, all right, let me do what I need to to start being consistent in something, right? So let me eliminate the distractions. So I put my phone on a timer for how much social media time I can have, right? Y'all, a bitch done ignored that damn time limit so many times. It went down for like one week. My average went down and I was really like holding straight, holding tight to the hour and a half. So hour and a half go up, I put the phone down and I focus on other things. However, that was short lived. I ain't have that much consistency with the focus. You feel what I'm saying? And that's the problem. That's the problem. But now that I see that, it's like, yo, am I strong enough to get past these motherfucking distractions? Because now it's just me. Now I'm just, you strip it all bare and it's like, I am the reason. Not that I didn't know that already, but it's like, I am the reason. And then on top of that, I ain't really doing too much to fix the reason. Bitch, don't you want to win? Don't you want to do good in life? Don't you want to have things? Bitch, yes, I do. Yes, I do. But the first thing that I need to have is some motherfucking discipline. That's what I need to have. So I'm working on it. But God dang it, if it ain't hard, it's hard. Okay? It is hard. And I'm I'm sitting here pondering in my head, should I make a penis reference about it being hard? Or should I just let it rock? But it's hard. The dog is laying underneath my desk and he is bumping into my mic stand. So... Yeah, if there's any discrepancies, we're going to make... Nigga, don't be in the background making them weird animal noises, okay? But it's hard, and I'm trying, but I ain't really doing a good job, and I hold myself to that. But I really got to tap into the whole concept of if you really believe that you are here to win, and you really believe that you have what it takes to win, then tap into that. And I'm really trying I'm not even gonna say I'm really trying to because obviously I'm not but I'm really trying to motivate myself to how about that full transparency I am really trying to motivate myself to do that and what really like I said I have a bad relationship with time if I'm supposed to be here till three o'clock doing something I'm gonna be doing that bitch until like 258 right and then I'm gonna leave now I might be a little late where I when I get to my next place right but at, or I might show up just in time, but I'm going to do the same thing there. Like, I'm going to give you whatever I'm missing. I'm going to give you that plus some when it comes to time. But that takes away from me and my personal time and, and the time that I can, you know, put toward the things that I'm interested in. Right now, I done fucked around and stepped into like three different things that, that require my focus. Okay. I got this sneaker thing going on where... um and I messed around and restored some sneakers. And now people are looking at me like, hey, what's up? You can actually make some money off of this. This could be a business. But that's not even what I started it for. My purpose of restoring sneakers was to help provide sneakers, name brand sneakers, good quality sneakers, you know, um, sneakers that won't get you picked on to kids who can't afford these resale prices. That's why this sneaker thing came about. That's why I started restoring sneakers. It wasn't because I wanted to go out here and make a whole bunch of money. Now, if there's money to be made and it can help me get my youth center, which I, you know, that's one of my big goals. If there's money to be made and I can help kids out with that and, you know, also like put a little bit of something in my pocket. Sure. But that's just one thing that I've stepped into. I still got this damn construction real estate shit that I'm working on. I still got to take the test for that. But I'm like. I can't pinpoint where my passion is. I can't pinpoint what is making me more excited. The main thing that makes me excited is results. And all of these things take time to see the result. 
You get what I'm saying? I got comedy that I'm, I started doing again. And it's like, I got a show on Friday, bitch. I'm nervous a little bit. And I say a little bit because it's like, I am, but I'm not, I am, but I'm not, I am, but I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to allow myself to believe fully that I'm nervous or I'm intimidated. No, I'm trying to live in the excitement aspect of it. But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? That preparing for that makes me feel like I got to take a break from everything else that I'm working on because I'm going to see a result right then and there for that. You get what I'm saying? It's all about result based with me. And it's, I need to start appreciating the journey more. Maybe, maybe that's what it is because if I'm focused on just the result, I'm probably missing valuable lessons during the journey. Mm. Come on, Shonda's couch. Mm-hmm. Got me a coffee right here. I'm gonna have to go warm that bitch up a little bit, but it is what it is. I think, I think right now, I just need to find something that excites my soul genuinely and excites my soul in a way where I'm okay waiting for the results. Like the weather's breaking, so I'm going to be able to go back outside and, and, you know, work in the garage and, you know, my little workshop and work on, you know, furniture and building and carpentry and stuff like that. So that's exciting. Um, But for the most part, I'm like, I don't know. And it's scary because I'll be 35 this year, like my true real age. I'll be 35 this year. And I'm sitting here like, okay, the fuck? This is supposed to be like a, it's supposed to be like a a, a milestone, I guess, or like a, a special age. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been 30 for five years. You know, I've been in my thirties for five years and I only got five years left. What the fuck am I going to do with this shit? And they say like your whole life can turn around in the course of a year. But here we are three months into this motherfucker and I don't see no changes yet. I'm still doing the same old bullshit. So, I mean, it's really on me. I I own that. It's really my fault. But at the same time, it's like, bitch, I want to see a change. And now I'm getting nervous because I only got seven more months of being 34. You know, literally seven months and five days or what is it? Seven months minus five days. I don't know. But I got about seven months left of being 34. And it's like. How much can change in seven months? And I know that a lot can change in seven months, but what are the odds of these things changing in seven months? Oh, I know what the fuck the odds are. The odds are completely dependent upon my procrastinating ass. So it's me. When people be like, yo, it's me against me. This is what they be talking about. <laughs> the only person who holding me back is me. Me, that bitch in the mirror. That need her eyebrows done because goddamn, but you wolfing right now. But it is what it is, okay? Because I'm holding myself back. It's me against me. And the other me is winning. Mirror me is winning right now. This bitch got my head underwater. Like, this bitch got a, a towel over my face pouring fucking water over that shit. Like, I'm being, I'm being waterboarded right now by myself. Me against me. Like, this is the realest shit that I've, you know what I mean? Really probably ever said one of the realest things. Cause I say some real shit, but this is really what it is. When you say like, Oh, I'm not in competition with nobody else. Like, yo, I've really adapted to this mindset of like, focus on yourself, sweep around your own front porch, worry about what's in your oven. You know what I'm saying? Eat what's on your plate. All of these analogies, just to say that when I see other people doing well, if it's too distracting, because sometimes it, it, let's be realistic. Sometimes when you see people doing what you want to do or what you know that you should be doing to get the results that you want, sometimes that shit is not motivating. Keeping it a buck. Like we sit there and we say all of this. Oh, you know what I mean? Motivational purposes or don't be a hater. Let it motivate you. It ain't even about hate because the people that I see doing the things that I want to do. And the way that I want to do it, I'm not even mad at them. It's less about me being mad at them and more about me being frustrated with myself because I know that I too can do those things. The only difference between me and that person doing what I want to do is consistency and discipline. That's it. So it's not a matter of me hating on them because they're doing what I want to do. Nah, but when I see them, I don't feel 
I feel excited for them, you know, by all means, get your shine on. But it reflects on me where I'm like, bitch, you need to do better. You know what I'm saying? I'm not blaming that person for doing well. And I'm not blaming that person for me not doing well. But me seeing them do well, it becomes a distraction for me. Because now I feel like I'm I'm having to compare my journey to theirs. And you can never do that. You can never do that. There's always going to be some type of factor that changes where you started and where they started or how you started and how they started. These things are always going to happen. So it's not a matter of me comparing. It's not a matter of like what your journey looks like versus theirs. You know what I'm saying? Because we all got somewhere we're trying to go. But it's a matter of what are you doing in your journey? You know what I'm saying? So when I see that, it doesn't motivate me to be like, oh, let me go ahead and do this. No, I make me feel like, bitch, look at this. Look at this. You too can have this, but you just don't want to focus. Look at your dumb ass over there sitting there picking at your nails. Get your, Put your hands on something. Go do some work, bitch. Stop scrolling. Go do some work, bitch. Talking about I'm trying to get inspired. You ain't on Instagram trying to get inspired. You on Instagram to be nosy. Put the phone down and go get some done, some work done, bitch. Like, let's be realistic. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I can own my, I own my shit. You know what I'm saying? I put myself in a position where I can be like, well, you can't be mad at nobody but yourself. And I, when I feel like that, I, I do get mad at nobody but myself. But the reality is you doing what I want to do or you doing what I'm aspiring to do. And it's not even that you're doing it better than me. You're just doing it more consistently. And instead of me feeling motivated and inspired by seeing you do it, it makes me feel like I'm not doing enough or like I'm doing less than, which then in turn discourages me from doing anything because it's like, why even try? So basically that is having an adverse effect on me and it's just better for me to snooze you for 30 days and then we'll revisit and see if I still feel the same way at the end of the 30 days. Probably I will because during that 30 days, I probably haven't done shit that I needed to do to get into the position that I aspire to be in where I can see us more as equals or not even as equals because it's not about that inferior, superior or superior, but where I can see us more as a... peers and colleagues in the in the in the field that we're in opposed to me just sitting there wishing and hoping but the reality of it is none of that is going to change until I change my mindset like you see I know what the fuck to do I just need to choose to do better and sometimes that's all it is we need to choose to do better you know what your problems are the fuck you don't need nobody to always tell you what your problems are you live with yourself you talk to yourself you know what your issues are You know that if you have unrealistic expectations of people based off of, you know, some shit that you've seen or some shit that you just conjured up in your head. And now you wondering why you can't find happiness because you done put these unrealistic expectations on everybody or you jumped the gun so far ahead that you can't even like we know what our problems are. You know, and if you don't know. Then you probably have a friend who's been trying to like subtly give you hints about what your problems are. Or maybe you just got friends that sit back and completely mind their fucking business. Maybe you need new friends. I don't know. But it, I think it's very unrealistic for most of us to believe that we don't know what our issues are. You know, and I know one thing for me that pisses me off about myself is that I'll have an idea of what my issues are, but I still would need confirmation or validation from someone you know, who either I value their, their, their views and outlooks on life and their opinions of people, or they are like licensed to do this type of work. And sometimes you don't need this validation. Excuse me, being completely honest. Sometimes you don't need that validation. Sometimes when you know that you fucking up, it's okay for you to just be like, I'm the validation, bitch. You're fucking up. Do better. So That's where I am right now with it. I am trying to find ways to do better. And it seems like I've been trying to do this for a while. So maybe this is quite on brand for me, but it's time to switch up the brand. It's time to rebrand. If China, if Black China can take her face fillers at Pacer, get your foot off my microphone stand. If Black China can take her face fillers out and create, you know, and go back to her baseline, her point of reference, her Angela White or whatever her last name is, then we all can start rebranding, bitch. We all can. I'm going to take the metaphorical silicone out my ass and get the fuck up off of it. Okay. 
I'm, I'm going to change and do better. And hopefully it starts with the release of this podcast and maybe a good show on Friday because that would be awesome. But anyways, um, I really don't have any kind of plan for this podcast. I literally just noticed that the house was empty and that I had some coffee and that I ran out of weed. Because if I did run out of weed, I'd just be in here rolling up and smoking, which I probably would do later because I had some strawberry jams. Baby, that shit was hitting. Yeah, that shit was hitting, hitting. When I tell you hitting, 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 hitting. It's a sativa. It had a good amount of THC. Like, so it doesn't leave you couch lock. Like, I don't smoke as much as I used to. And that's another thing. My mom came to visit and she was pissed. No, I'm not going to say she was pissed. She ain't outwardly expressed her pisture, but she was pissed that I don't smoke as much as I used to because that means that I can go long time. You know, I can go days and days and days without smoking. But whereas my mom, she when she's home, she's used to having her her weed on a regular and her having to go a couple of days without it. I told her, I was like, when you get home, your tolerance, like that first, that first little joint that you roll is going to take you to the moon. But she didn't care about none of that. She was more so like, you know, she got some weed when she first got here. And then it was like, I don't need none because I don't really smoke during the day. If I start smoking early, then that means that I'm going to probably smoke throughout the whole day. So what I do is I just wait to the weekends. And sometimes I don't even wait to the weekends. Sometimes I just be like, you know what? I'm good. So the strawberry jams that I had um, got me real high because I hadn't been smoking. Um, but it was so good. It like burned wonderfully. It had an easy smell. It had a good flavor behind it. It made like it really online. It said it was good for creative focus. And um, and like, you know, it's a body high and it keeps you kind of like zoned in and locked in. And yes, it did. It did. And what I like to do is I might go like over the weekend, I, I might go on a smoke binge where like, I'll just be high all weekend. Right. But during that time, I'm like brainstorming so much shit. I'm coming up with so many different ideas. Um, so many different things that I want to put into focus or, you know, jot down so that it can work. Cause it might go into the three categories of things that I'm trying, you know, quote unquote, trying to focus on. Um, and it, you know, builds and enhances those ideas or whatever, even though, you know, I'm still going to be me. I'm still going to bullshit until I see the result and all of that. And, you know, whatever. We just talked about that. But so I go on these binges. And then when I come off these binges, you know, um, I gain a little weight, obviously, because I've been snacking and whatnot. Um, but I gain a little weight. I have these ideas and I'm motivated to work on them, which is why right now me recording. I just seen a post saying, oh, the podcast market is so oversaturated. And it is. It really is. You know, um, I've taken a break from like listening to all these podcasts that I would typically listen to. I've been doing audiobooks now. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I don't want to listen to music. Sometimes I don't want to listen to podcasts, but I still want to feel like I'm, you know, escaping and I'm in a different world. So I'll put on an audiobook. Um, but at the same time, there is still people who, you know, want to hear this. I mean, it might not be a whole bunch of you. Or maybe it just didn't reach the, the the masses yet. Maybe I'm not one of the people who are oversaturating the market. Maybe I am. Either way, I pay my money <laughs> to host these damn podcasts. So if I want to put an episode up, I will. If the market is oversaturated, oh, well, there's a bunch of bread in the bread aisle. Niggas still pick up the wonder. They still picked up the honey wheat. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if it's oversaturated, let it be. If this is for you, it's for you. If it's not, it's not. And that's okay. Either way, I'm going to do what I got to do. But I come off these binges and then I have these rushes of motivation and whatnot. So now I'm at a place where, you know, let's get this shit done to the best of our ability. Let's 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 try to make something look different by the time we're at 35. That's the goal. I'm not even going to put it on like, oh, I got to be successful. I got to have this or I need to be this known and I need to go and, and do this many shows or have this accomplished by the time I'm 35. No. How about we just make things look different by the time we turn 35 and different will go with a positive difference. Okay. It might not be exactly, you know, what I 
hope for, but we'll go with some type of progress. That's what I need. I just need to see some type of progress. I don't want to be in the same exact spot where I am right now when I turn 35. So I got, like I said, I got seven months to see if there's anything different. And I don't want the difference to just be my mentality. All right, let's be real. You know what I'm saying? Growth is all beautiful and shit, but I want to see more difference than just the way I think. I know that's going to change. That changes every time I learn something new. But I need to see a little bit more change than just the way I think. I need to see a little monetary change. I need to see some environmental change. I need to see something happen. I need to see it. It's got to be a tangible, visible change. I don't want to just be like, you know what? Look at you elevating your thought process, queen. You're doing so well now. Look at you. You at peace. Nah, don't get me wrong. I do want that shit too. I do want peace, but I I want it to be more than just what I see in my head. I want to be able to touch my peace, maybe in the form of, you know, money that I can use to invest into the things that I want to do for the world. You know what I mean? But I don't want to just be, look at you, queen, elevating your mind, doing all this in time. Nah, fuck all that shit. I need to see some tangible changes too. Okay. But it is what it is. Low key, I'm going to take what I can get type of person. But if I can get a little bit more, then I'd like to take a little bit more. You know, I'll pay it forward. I have no problem doing that. But just, you know, let me let me get a little, uh-uh, you know. Anyways, so, yeah, to sum up that, when we say it's me against me, that's what we be referring to. When you say, oh, I'm my biggest critique, I'm my biggest hater, I'm my biggest all of that. Y'all, no, no, none of y'all are my villains. I'm the, I'm my biggest villain in this story. I'm the main character. I'm the protagonist and the antagonist. Sadly, me versus me for real. Oh, well, hopefully mirror me won't win. Hopefully me, this me will win because mirror me, that bitch, she got a mean ass right hook. She be catching me for real, bro. That shit be like, don't, 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 don't. Oh, you thought you was about to do this? Don't. You was about to sit down and focus? Psych. Instagram, Facebook, meta. Here you go. And I just be like, God damn, all right, fine. Let me scroll. You know what I'm saying? Taking the punches and shit. Not cool, bro. Not cool. Um, oh, excuse me. So, yeah, like I said, I don't really have too much going on. Um, I don't really have too much going on that I wanted to talk about. I just was like, let me go. Oh, no, you didn't pop that baby neck. Um. I ain't have too much going on. I just wanted to jump up because like I said, I had some time where my sister, my sister, I had some time where everybody had left the house and the house was quiet and I could just kind of, you know, talk freely to y'all. So that's what I'm doing. Um, I don't usually do anything. I'm scrolling through like the shade room and stuff, seeing if there's anything that I want to comment on. But honestly, the world fucking sucks. The world fucking sucks. Oh, okay, Shay, you made it up here. Go on with your bad self. But yeah, the world fucking sucks. So I don't want to comment on none of this shit. <laughs> um, I will say I watched Swarm. That was real good. It was giving very much um, Atlanta. Atlanta, I don't know. I like it when when Donald Glover does those like documentary style episodes where you be like, damn, did this really happen? Because the motherfuckers be really good to the point where you be Googling like, so this really happened or not? Because I definitely Googled and it was not real, but it was it was very good. Much like on Atlanta when he did the Goofy Story um, episode, that was really good, too. But whatever. So Swarm was good. What else I've been watching? BMF. Mm, it was all right. Season ended. It was cool. Uh Lil Meech and, and, and the penis, that threw me off. I don't know if it's real. I really don't care if it's real. It might be real because, you know, real skinny dudes, they be weighing like 130. But it be like, it be like really they weigh like 90 pounds and then it be like 60 pounds dick. You know what I'm saying? Like they really be hung. Real, real, real skinny dudes. Like where you be like, ew, I don't even want to see you naked. Nah, I just want to see the pelvic area naked. I don't want to see you all the way. Because once I scroll past your belly button, I'm be like, ew, nigga, you need to eat. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it was real. Maybe it wasn't. Who cares? 
I ain't trying to smash on it. So it really don't matter. And at least in the video, at least in the episode, he had on a condom. So that was good. He wasn't out there smashing these strippers raw. Because, you know, some people do that. Some people be trying to do that. And it's like, wrap it up, bros. Wrap it up. Um, Power came back. Power came back. Uh, Everybody's talking about how, who the informant is. I hope that they don't think, I hope that the writers didn't just write, uh, what's her name? Laura, Lauren, whatever. I hope they didn't write her as the informant because not for nothing. Like, I mean, she's got some information, but I think Effie would make a better informant because she just seems too fucking eager. And maybe because she's, she's got some money issues or something. I don't know. See, and this is where I get to the point in life because I'd be like, I don't know. And then it's like a lot of things that factor in and I just be like, I ain't nobody to judge. So I'm gonna shut up. And that's a good thing that I'm, I'm, I'm adapting to because, uh, I'm minding my business. You know, I'm learning to mind my business. And even in certain shows, like I'll be seeing people in real life. I'll be seeing people online, right? I say in real life and then refer to online. So in real life, I'll be seeing people online and they be going through it over their baby mamas and their baby daddies. And, and I just be like, and as I look at it, my brain starts to form an opinion, right? So it's like one side of my brain starts to form an opinion and a reaction. And then the other side of my brain just puts a hand on my shoulder like, Mm-mm, you can't relate. So shut up. And that's the big thing. Like, I'm I'm just mind my business on certain things. I don't need to have a whole ass opinion because I'm not in a, in that position. And I, I can't say what I would do if I was in that position. I might have an idea, but... You really don't know until you're in that position. And all I can do is be thankful that I'm not. So I start to mind my fucking business real quick. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I can't believe that this, that, and the third. And she did this, that, and the third. And she's this type of woman. And I'll just be sitting there like, mm, damn, Pimp Juice. Maybe you, you know what? Mm, not my battle. Not my business to mind. Thank you for uh, posting that so that I can reiterate to myself how to mind my fucking business you know what i'm saying how how to how to stay over here in my place where i'm not dealing with that type of shit but that's another thing y'all be doing too much on social media lately like it's a lot of it's a lot of pandering it's a lot of saying things to try to make women or to make men feel you know like damn she might be the one you real sis you real you don't gotta do all of that and this goes to men and women you don't gotta do all of that Men, if the girl want to fuck you, she going she gonna to find a way to slide the panties off. But let me tell you something. Like I said before, you can talk your ass out of the fuck. You can talk your ass out of the fuck. And that's what a lot of y'all do when y'all sign on. Y'all start, y'all start pandering to the other sex. And it's like, I don't know if these bitches is dumb or if you dumb. Because I have a vagina. And I have woman, women emotions. So when I see this, I'm like, I mean, I might not be your specific target audience, but in general, I'm your target audience. I'm a woman, right? So when you, when I see this stuff, I'll be like, first of all, if it's too oversexual, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You're supposed to lick it like this and then women should never do this. And then I'm going to lick it all the way up to the dr- Ew. I don't want it. I don't even want it. Why are you boasting about it? Why are you boasting about that, that, that type of lifestyle? I don't want it. It's giving community. It's giving stand outside for the food package. You know what I'm saying? It's giving everybody can get it. And then it's also giving undeliverable. When I see people talking like that, it make me think, oh yeah, you, you ain't, mm-mm. you don't know how to lick no cat. You don't know how to, how to, how to spray up a box. You don't know how to do none of that. You just talking a good game. You probably watched some porn for five minutes and then figured that you knew what you was talking about. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. Cause you know, the real niggas that's laying it down, the niggas that don't talk about it. The niggas that when you say something about sex to them, they just be like, <laughs> yo, you shout out. Them niggas is probably laying it the fuck down. The <laughs> yo, you shout out laying it down, laying down the dick. Okay. Them, them, the ones that's probably laying it down, the ones that get up online to watch them. Yeah, watch me, watch me eat this mango. <laughs> Ew, gross. I'm squirming. That's nasty. I do not want to see that shit. I do not find that shit attractive at all. No, 
know all of them tongue tricks no not when you're doing it for everybody to see it now if you got like my name written on a paper or like a newspaper with the date next to the clock where i could see that you specifically did all of this for me maybe a little bit mm, all right yeah, i might let them you know sniff it a little bit but when you're just online just doing all of this shit trying to be sexy how do them kids say oh mm, in the words of my daughter that's so cringe it's cringe it's cringe and it's giving, I'm pandering because I know I don't have the capabilities to lay the pipe down in the same way that I'm trying to make you believe. It's pandering and I'm just over the pussy panders. I mean, you get, you got women out here who do, who do it too, but they don't pander in the same way. Okay. Women, they got this one message going around that, uh, men keep reposting and that's how you know it was a pander. Um, and I mean, same thing goes for women too. When women keep reposting the shit that men say, um, sometimes it'd be a pander. Uh, we're talking like Derek Jackson type of guy, you know, but, um, where, where was I? Where was I? Where was I? Where was I? Oh, the post that's the, that men keep reposting the pander. Um, how women, you know, we be wanting so much from guys, but we don't really be having all our shit together. We'd be ran through and all of this other stuff. Now, don't get me wrong. There were some valid points. I can see some validity in the post. Okay. But when you got all these men jumping up and down, like, ha, you see what she said? I'm going to just put this right here because I ain't got nothing else to post. You see what she said? Yeah, nigga, I see what she said. But the, the, she's talking to a specific group of men about a specific group of women. The specific group of men she's talking to is a high value, quote unquote, high value man. Now, these are all subjective terms, right? Because all of these things are subjective. It's, it's, it's all variant upon who you are. Now, the Internet can tell you one thing, but what you actually believe, it can be totally separate from what the Internet is telling you. Right. So the people that she's talking to, she's talking to the high, the high value men, the men who is handling business, doing what they got to do. You know, they come to the table with a hefty plate. You know, they have the tools to 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 tighten the, the, the bolts on the corners of the tables if they need to. You know what I'm saying? They can replace the seat on the chair if they need to. You know what I'm saying? They have these things. They, she's talking to them. All of these niggas that's retweeting this shit and resharing this shit. She ain't even talking to y'all. She not even talking to y'all. She, You don't have to worry about the type of women that she's talking about because they not interested in you. They going after the nigga that got the toolbox next to the dinner table because he's ready to fix anything that breaks with the table. You heard what I'm saying? She talking to them type of niggas. But all of these niggas that's pulling up with a half-eaten plate and a to-go box and some plastic forks and a, and a box of napkins, that's all you brought to the table. She's not talking to y'all. She's not talking to y'all. And y'all, yep, yep, don't nobody want nobody ran through. Nigga, you're ran through. Y'all both was out running. I was out at Abyss. I seen y'all. You just as ran through, if not more. Because men have this idea that if you are doing the poking and not the receiving, then that's, you know, that doesn't really count. So they put in like three bodies on one poke. You know what I'm saying? So they be like, oh, no, 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 I poke, I only poked her. No, times that one by three and then you get a more accurate number. And so whatever number that you're sitting at, say you you say, oh, because I, I know somebody who they kept a list. And this is early 20s. I looked at their list and I'm like, bro, you had like 65. You had like 65. So you take that 65 and for each of that 65, you multiply that one by three. And then you get a more accurate number of how these niggas is running through and being ran through. Don't think that just because you poking and you're not getting poked, that don't mean you run through. Nah, nigga, you sat on. You might not be run through, but you sat on. Chin sturdy as hell, mad people don't roll that face. You sat on, bruh. Like, come on. She not talking to y'all niggas. She talking to the niggas of quote unquote high value. But no, no, no. Niggas will take the smallest little piece of something and they will magnify that bitch. No, she's not talking to you, bro. But Bob means go often. Because this is where I sweep around my porch. I sit on my I sit on my porch in my little rocking chair and I look at what y'all niggas is doing on the internet and what y'all bitches is doing on the internet. I rock. I scroll. And I get my broom and then I sweep that drama away from my porch because I don't need that type of shit in my life. It's just entertainment. You know what I'm saying? It's like watching Zeus on Sunday. 
I don't have that type of drama in my real life. So I watch it on TV. So I don't feel the need to go and actually pull that into my real life. I don't need to be outside screaming and fighting and, and arguing with people. Nah, I've got my, this nigga is cleaning his feet and farting. So it, I can't, oh Jesus. I don't need, nah, Pace, you got to get the fuck out. You got to go. Cause that one is, I got the heat on it here and you trying to bake me in here with these farts. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. He looking at me like I'm crazy, just like most niggas do. And what he do, lay further out. Because niggas don't listen when you tell them to leave. That's why, you know what? Woosah. Anyways, where was I? Um. Yeah, the pandering. Stop pandering online, y'all. Stop doing that shit. If the girl is going to want you, she going to want you. And I promise you, it's not going to be because you pandering for the pussy. I promise you it's not going to be for that. I promise you. She going to want you because you different. Like, this is my thing. The ones who stand out now are the cool kids. The ones who trying to be cool, not cool. You feel what I'm saying? Like, when, when, when you trying to be cool, we can see that. Or maybe me at my big age of 34 with a soft 27. Because, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, my bad pace. I didn't mean to kick you. Um... Because I do give a fake age sometimes because I don't owe nobody the truth. If I feel like lying outside of my children and, you know, I don't lie to the people in my household. But outside of them, if I feel like lying, I'm a lie because I don't owe y'all niggas the truth. But anyways, at at my age of 34, that's just not what it's hitting for. You know what I'm saying? Like people are still big on like, oh, all right, I got to have all of these high cost and, and high value stuff so that I can impress these women. The bitches love when I wear this big piece of chain and this big piece of rock and the name brands. I don't know none of this shit because I'm mad regular and basic. You know what I'm saying? I've always lived in my truth as a top shelf, a top shelf, basic bitch. You hear what I'm saying? For the most part, I'm chilling, easy going. I ain't out here doing too much, but every now and then I know my potential. So because I know my potential, I don't have to do too much. But you got some people who they they try and then it's just natural to them, right? Me, I'm naturally comfortable. I'm not about to pet you, Pace. You can get the fuck up out of here. All right. Me, I'm naturally comfortable. That's my thing. You heard? Some people feel better when they're like dressed to the nines and they got on all of their expensive... And they got all of their expensive, flashy stuff on by all means. But I'm at 30, I'm at the age of 34. So that just looks like an extra bill to me. And that's not sexy. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, I just went and pulled this car off the lot or whatever. This, this, this $80,000 car that, I mean, I might be exaggerating. I don't know what cars cost anymore, but that's because I'm top shelf basic. You know what I'm saying? I got the car that I want. And it's perfect for me. So I don't even be paying attention to other people's stuff. But anyways, so say you spend 80000 on a car and you excited about that. And that's supposed to mean something to me. It don't mean nothing to me. I'm 34 years old. Congratulations, but that's pricey. And the maintenance on that bitch is probably a bitch. So now in my mind, when I see you with the fancy car, I'm not looking at it, you know, with the fancy car and all the high-end merchandise and stuff i'm not looking at it as damn you got money i'm looking at it as damn you got a lot of bills you know what i'm saying you got a lot of um what's it called uh not maintenance bills but you yeah you got a lot of shit that you financially responsible for which means that likely you're not going to be in a position to like spoil me the way i want to be spoiled and it's one thing like yeah i could spoil you the way you want to be spoiled no i'm not opening the door again Pace is knocking again. Like, it's one thing. Like, yeah, I, I could spoil you in a way that you want to be spoiled, but I'm going broke. I'm hurting trying to do that. That's not sexy to me. That's not sexy to me. You want to know what's sexy to me right now? Having it and not needing to show it. That shit turns a motherfucker on. What? Turns a motherfucker on. You mean to tell me that you, you got what? You got a house? Wait, you, you own it? You say you got two more, two more payments left on your mortgage and it's yours. 
Oh, shit. Oh, shit. This nigga got assets, y'all. This nigga got assets. Oh, my God. Oh, wait, you said you're working on a second location? Oh, my gosh, y'all. Oh, my gosh. Gotta get him the pussy right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what excites the pussy now. Just because you walking around and all of this high-end shit and you, you know, got this banging-ass car, but you renting, you know, you renting on the third floor of a three-family house, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got slanted ceilings and shit. Now, ain't nothing wrong with slants. Ain't nothing wrong with slanted ceilings because I live on the third floor. You know what I'm saying? But like, we, it's, it's my whole family in the house. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm third floor, kids is second floor. And, you know, everybody else is, we, we got a lot of space in here. But I ain't shitting on slanted ceilings. Not at all. But if you renting and you got slanted ceilings and you got a, 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 a sixty dollars to $80,000 car outside, I just don't understand why you don't own property. You know what I'm saying? I just don't understand why you renting unless it's like, you know, oh, all right, it's because of the maintenance. Like, I, I don't want to shovel. Even in, even that, though, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. I just know that that shit ain't sexy to me no more. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, for me personally, because I'm a different breed. So when you come with these fancy cars and you like, oh, yeah, look at this, look at this. My first question is, is that clutch or automatic? Because if it's automatic, I don't care how fancy the car is. It's no longer sexy to me. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, you got to watch how you pandering. Cause not bitches don't be all, they don't be on the same shit. You know what I'm saying? You got, you can get you maybe a city girl who, you know, oh, all right. Yeah. He got this fancy car. You know, he be wearing the high end stuff and all the name brands and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Listen, I did all of that in my early twenties. I dated the niggas with the high end cars and all the money and shit. And guess what I realized? Them niggas, they they got the nice stuff, but they a little bit broke. They they spending funds ain't 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 as accessible as you might believe it to be. You know what I'm saying? Like they might buy you a good dinner, you know, take you on a nice date or something, but they ain't like paying no whole ass bills. They not dropping your car note or whatever. Like they can't support their household and your own. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that that's what's necessary, but when you look at that, that's the first thought most most women think is, oh, he got money, so he, let's see if we can get him to trick. All right, I'm not going to say most women think that, but that's one of the thoughts. Like, oh, all right, if he got money, he's able to take care of himself or whatever, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, he might have money. He might be able to take care of himself and all of that stuff. But if his lifestyle is very costly, you can't look at him with expectations of contributing to, you know, helping out your lifestyle. If this nigga Carno is $2,000 and, you know, he rents it now, he probably live in the hood. And, and now even in the hood, rent is like, you know, two, $3,000. So it's like you, you the son is barely making ends meet, but trying to live up to an appearance. Like, eh, you keep all of that. Give me a regular ass nigga. You know, somebody whose car is paid off. You know what I'm saying? You renting, that's fine, but your car is paid off. So you good. You know what I mean? You have the option to just do liability insurance. You don't need full coverage. I mean, I would prefer you have full coverage. It would make it even even sexier if you do have full coverage on a, on a car that's paid off. What? Now you balling. Now you showing me that you're not fucking cutting corners in this thing called life. You mean to tell me your car is paid off? You don't have a note? And you got full coverage? You ain't downgrade your shit just because the law said you just need liability. Nah, you responsible. That's sexy. Let me see what your life insurance policy like. You don't even got to show me the number. Just show me that you got one. <gasps> oh, damn. Mm, I got to rub myself right now because, oh, look at you and your responsibility. That's sexy. That's sexy. Driving around in a sixty to eighty thousand dollar car with no life insurance—that ain't sexy. That's stupid. That's stupid. Cause once you crash that car, God forbid something happens. Now your parents is now niggas is putting up a GoFundMe page. GoFundMe so we can send my boy home the right way. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Cause if he trying to go home in the same way that he lived, I can't afford that. I'm gonna have to click the anonymous button and put two dollars on it. Cause uh-uh you ain't about to have me contributing to this nigga being posted up in the club with a crown and some uh 
and some shades on all fully embalmed. I'm not doing that. We're not going to do that. So yeah, if you want to be out here balling, balling out of control, just make sure that you balling, balling responsibly. So if you got that 60 to $80,000 car and you proud of that, you walking around in Gucci and Balmain. And those are the only two names that I can think of that's high end fashion because I told y'all I'm top shelf basic. I don't fucking know. But if you walking around in them type of them, them clothes, I'm expecting for you to have some type of uh, life insurance because I'm, I'm not going to contribute to your GoFundMe. I'm not. You better take the motherfucking rims up off that $80,000 car and sell them motherfuckers. And, and, and get to get, get, get him a, a little, a little oak box to put him in. Or maybe you should consider cremation. I heard that's a lot cheaper. Shit. Like, what, what do we, what, listen, don't get me started. Cause I, that's not what I even came here for. Okay. That's not what I came here for. I came here cause I was saying, don't pander. Okay. Just don't pander. And it's hard. Sometimes people just be talking real shit and it just sounds like pandering. Like me, sometimes I talk real shit about something and it just sounds like I'm pandering. No, I'm not trying to pander. I'm just saying some relatable shit. Because if I was trying to pander, then that means that I'd be saying these things in hopes that y'all would come and want to like do nasty things with me or give me certain certain types of attention. I don't need that attention. I got me a nigga. You know what I'm saying? So I don't need to pander to y'all. I got me a nigga. I got me a good nigga. He, He do good by me. We good. You know what I'm saying? I got me an asset. You know what I'm saying? I got me. We got life insurance. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and our kids do too. Like, you know what I'm saying? We good. I don't need that. So I'm not pandering. But if I'm saying something uh, or if I'm speaking on something and it sounds like I'm pandering, trust me, I'm not. I don't want that type of attention. If I'm speaking on it, it's because it's relatable and I feel like, or it's something that needs to be said that y'all niggas not paying attention to. Right. So if I start talking about, you know, how women are afraid to lick the gooch, I'm not pandering. I'm trying to bring truth to power. I'm trying to let people know, okay, listen, this is an unexplored avenue, ladies. So if you're looking for, you know, a certain reaction sexually from a man, this is what you need to do. Now, if I post that and a whole bunch of men be excited because I've mentioned the gooch, that's just a plus. Ladies, this is the pool of fish that you're looking into. Scroll through, explore these pages. You get what I'm saying? Your Prince Charming could be in there. Your Golden Gooch could be in the comments. You feel what I'm saying? It's not necessarily that I'm trying to draw that to me. I'm trying to put it on a board where all of these women can see. Oh, this one, this one, this one. Let me, let me, let me look at this one. You know what I'm saying? I'm putting the options out there. There's a difference. Pandering is when you are trying to say things for that attention to come right directly back to you so that people be like, ooh, ooh, I gotta get over there near him. I gotta get over there near her. No, I don't want you I don't want you close. I don't want you close. I'm just trying to help. And that's what it comes down to. I'm just trying to help. But I don't know. I'm 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 doing a lot of rambling. But this is some good shit though. These are some good fucking rambles. So at the very least, Kobe voice, you're welcome. You feel what I'm saying? You're welcome. But yeah, so I think that's about it. I don't really have nothing else to talk about. My coffee done got cold. I done talked about this damn strawberry jams weed. Now I'm sitting here like I might have to make another trip to the dispensary. Um, Let me tell y'all about how God works. Let me tell y'all, this is crazy, right? God works crazy, right? Because... I told myself, I, you know, I spoke about having discipline and whatnot. And I had an issue with my discipline. I was having such a hard time with my self-discipline. I was like, all right, I'm going to buy this weed and I'm not going to smoke it all. But I would definitely sit there and smoke it all. Right. So that's why I started, you know, trying to ease up. But I was like buying weed too often, like every other day. And I'd be like, all right, when I run out of weed, I'm not going to buy no more weed. And I'd run out of weed and then like. I'd make the big, like the smallest excuse to go get weed. Like my daughter would roll her eyes and I'd be like, you know what? I'm not doing this shit with y'all today. And I go get weed, right? So I go get weed one day and I'm like, you know what? After this, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to find the discipline, talking to the the, the, the universe. Um, I, however you see fit to call it. Sometimes I say God. Sometimes I say the universe. Sometimes I refer to the Lord. Sometimes I say her. You know what I'm saying? Whatever makes me feel comfortable that day. But anyway, I'm talking to God. So I'm like, sis, come on now. 
give me some um discipline here. You know what I'm saying? Help me find the discipline in myself so that I can chill and actually fall back from this smoking thing. Right. And God was like, all right, sis, I got you. I ain't realize how, you know what I'm saying? And that's why my dad will always say, be careful how you pray. Be careful what you pray for. Right. So quick story, right? My dad used to love when he was young, he used to love to be in the garage, fixing up cars and stuff, building engines one day. Cause you know, my grandparents, my family themselves, they are very Christian. So my grandma was like, yo, talking to my dad. She's like, why don't you come to church no more? You need to come to church some more. And he was like, you know, yeah, you know, I've been trying to, but I'd be in a garage. Um, not just be so busy working on these cars and stuff. Right. Don't you know that between that conversation and Sunday, somebody had broken into my dad's garage and stole all his tools, all of his tools. And my grandma said, uh, my grandma said, she said, um, see, now you ain't got no excuse not to come to church. Now I told that story because I'm saying you have to be careful when you are praying because God will answer your prayers. The universe, whomever Allah, whoever you talk to, whoever you believe in, they will return the prayer, but it might not be specifically how you ask for it. Okay. It might not be what you're thinking. So I'm like, God, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to cut back on smoking. I need to be a little bit more focused and I need to stop spending so much money. Cause I was, I was spending a lot of money on weed. So I need to stop spending so much money. Don't you know, I went to go pick up my weed from the spot. I left out of there at, let me see if it's still in here. Cause I had, I had to check my phone for it. Cause I couldn't even believe it. I couldn't even believe it. This is, dang, it's been a minute. This is February 7th. February 19th. So it might have been, it might have been that day. Has it been that long? That's the only one I see. I left out of there. Hold on, I can search it. Here we go. Yeah, so apparently, if that's the right card, I left out of there. I can't say exactly what time, but I left out of there and literally like six minutes after I walked out, the whole strip caught fire. Literally. Like six, it was like between five and six minutes. And that's no exaggeration. No exaggeration. When I read the article and then I look back at my, at my statement on my phone, I was like, wait a minute, what? Whole strip burn the fuck down. Do you hear me? I don't know who started the fire. I don't know how it started. All I know is like the people that worked there, everybody was good, which I'm I'm very grateful for. Um, but God, the universe, the creator, Allah, whomever you, whomever you pray to and rock with, them motherfuckers, they will move in their own time and they will move in a way in which you would be like, whoa, I know that I asked for this, but goddamn, ease up, ease up because baby. For me, for me to have left. And then I went back the next day. I didn't even think nothing of it. I'll go back the next day. Cause remember, I'm, I had asked, I said, God, help me with this strength. I need some strength. I need some discipline because I don't have any discipline. I'll finish up. And then, like I said, find the smallest excuse, found the smallest excuse the next day. I pulled up and I looked across the street and everything was black. I said, Oh shit. God, I need a million dollars. Please help me find a million dollars. Help me come into a million dollars, honey. Since you answering prayers like that, help me, Lord, help me. Shit. But I also felt bad because I ain't mean for God to inconvenience everybody. I said that I needed more discipline and, and, and slowing down the smoke. And I didn't say that I needed you to help discipline everybody. So, yeah, my bad, y'all. God just look after me differently. But um, so, yeah, the creator, I, it just I don't remember what where why I went into that, but I did. Um, so, yeah, be careful what you pray for. And, and don't pray for something direct. Pray for help. Pray for assistance. 
Because that's another thing. Motherfuckers be so quick to be like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I asked God for such and such. Why? What? Wait, what? Would you walk up to, to, to somebody that you know who is very successful and has like, you know, pretty much everything that everything that 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 they want in life and that you know they they just have an abundance of so they have extra to spare you're going to walk up to them and just ask them directly for what they have or you're going to ask them for tips on how to get to what they have because it's giving very much if you give a man a fish he will eat for one day but if you teach a man a fish he will eat for a lifetime you know what i'm saying so like approach it that way don't just ask god to give you what it is that you've been praying for ask them because maybe maybe you ain't get that shit because you're not responsible for it responsible enough for it you know what i'm saying maybe you've been asking god to to to, to give you a fucking house god somehow i want to be a homeowner god make me a homeowner and you ain't got the mentality of a homeowner you know what i'm saying i want to be a homeowner god but you don't know how to pay bills on time so all you're doing is asking god to put you in a position to fail you get what I'm saying? So it's like, don't ask like for the specific, ask for help to get to the, the specific. Sometimes it's not about having it. Sometimes it's about what you need to know to have it. You know what I'm saying? I could say, sit here and say all day, well, I've been working hard, working hard, working hard. I ain't getting no, the, the blessing that I've asked for. I want to, I want to own a house. Yeah. But at the same time, I have poor money, money management skills. So how am I going to get there? You know what I'm saying? It's like when people, I need to win the lottery. You win the lottery, you get the million dollars, but you don't know how to manage money. So you get the million dollars and next thing you know, you broke the next day because you done spent all of that bitch. You know what I'm saying? So what was the million dollars going to help you with? It's not. It's not going to do nothing for you if you don't have the mentality to match it. You get what I'm saying? I hope y'all niggas get what I'm saying. All right, well, it's been an hour and... My coffee is cold now and I still got a decent amount. So I'm about to go warm this bitch up, edit this and try to put it up. Listen, I'm not going into like no deep dive of the edits. Okay. I'm gonna try to get the background noises out. Um, if I get too loud in certain parts, I'm gonna try to get that down, but I'm not about to be doing all of this. Cause that's another reason why I don't be posting as much as I should, because I'll be, uh, becoming, I've been becoming like a perfectionist and I can't be a perfectionist if I don't have no audio engineering skills. I'm self-taught in almost everything that I do. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, oh, you know, the quality is this, the quality, the quality, suck my dick. Okay. Cause I've been asking motherfuckers if y'all can come be a team with me. Somebody want to come and help produce this shit with me and ain't nobody say nothing. So take what you can get. You know what I mean? I'm trying. Turn the bitch up. Put me on a loudspeaker. Let everybody hear me then. Shit. If it's low on your headphones, I don't know. I'm I'm still trying. I'm learning. But what I got to do is I got to step away from worrying so much about what y'all niggas think about the quality and just y'all. I mean, the, 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 the audio quality, cause you getting meat and potatoes in the content. Okay, honey, you is getting meat and potatoes. I'm dropping these motherfucking gems on y'all asses. It's just a matter of, can you hear me clearly? Hopefully you can. But either way, like I'm doing the best that I can. And like I said, or at the top of the podcast, the market is oversaturated. So if this podcast ain't doing it for you, you can't take the audio. If you ain't trying to help, then you can slide your ass over to another podcast. I would prefer you still sit here with me and enjoy it with me. But if you can't, I ain't mad at you, nigga. Like, do you sweep around your front porch, baby? You heard me. But I said all of that to say, don't expect no crazy edits or anything like that. Like, I'm not about to be editing everything out. Usually I sit and I try to like really do a good job. And then when it's not a good job, I be depressed because I just posted some bullshit or I feel like I just posted some bullshit. No, we're going we're gonna to do what we got to do with this and just put it up. And y'all take it or y'all leave it. At this point, I don't really care because like the market is oversaturated. You either going to rock with me or you're not. Anyways, um, if you do rock with me, uh, again, I don't know why, like I get nervous about telling people about my shows and stuff, but again, I am performing Friday, March 31st at the Laugh and Gas, uh, comedy event. It's, uh, BBL, Beauty Blunts and Laughs, I believe. When he first said BBL, I was like, ooh, um, my ass been on layaway since I was 26. So I don't know if this going to work. He was like, no, nah, it's just, no, nah, I'm just, it's, it's beauty blunts and last. I was like, oh, whew, I thought you meant like the Brazilian butt lift. Cause, um, I got a real body. It's real. Nothing special. 
Okay. <laughs> like, and the hips don't be hipping, you know, the boobs, they hang a little bit, but that's just because, you know what? We're not going to go in there. Y'all know I got kids. So whatever. But anyways, I'm performing Friday. Hopefully that goes well. Um, outside of that, like we going to hope and try, you know, to do this more often because I do enjoy I enjoy getting feedback from you guys and I enjoy being heard and whatnot and y'all enjoying my stuff, but I got to put stuff out in order to enjoy that. Right. Mm. What a conundrum. Uh, but anyways, y'all be safe. Don't let your kids bully you. Don't let other people bully you. Watch out for your prayers. Make sure you pray in the right way. You know what I'm saying? And asking for the right shit. Um, oh, and if it's you against you, don't let the mirror version of yourself win. Because baby, let me tell you, mirror me been kicking my ass, okay? And I gotta stop it. I gotta put it to a, gotta put it to an end. I gotta stand up for myself. I gotta fight back. You're weak in the knees. Stand up. All right, y'all. Be safe. Enjoy. Uh, if you uh, like the podcast, rate it. If you don't like the podcast, then shut up and don't say nothing. And just don't listen again. That's fair, right? All right. Be safe.